1: This portion of Budweiser's Weekday sports beat brought to you by Tim Growl, uh, State Farm Insurance, for surprisingly great rates that fit anyone's budget. Call Tim at 574-232-9981. Uh, last night, Thursday night football, uh, it, it, it hasn't really been a great last couple of weeks for Amazon. Uh, after, after a great premiere with, with the Chiefs-Chargers game, last week they had the Steelers and the Browns, and of course, the subject of Deshaun Watson came up, and that was just fumbled all to hell. Uh, and then the situation last night with with Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, so I got to ask my man Ian Castleberry from Barrett Sports Media. Uh, I'm I'm right in in in, in saying. By the way, thank you for coming on like last minute too. Totally, totally appreciate oh, no, that. No, my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, I, I'm not alone in 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 thinking that, yeah, uh, you know, not exactly the greatest look for Amazon,
2: right? Yeah, I mean, I I listened to Al Michaels call in the moment again uh, earlier today, and I feel like they did handle it okay in the moment. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think Al was very careful. You know, he had mm-hmm. he said, "Uh oh," um, and. and and kind of went into, uh, alluded to what had happened the week before. So, in terms of the game call itself, I don't, you know, they they could have, Michaels and Herbstreet Street, I, I suppose, could have gone into uh, everything that had happened last week with uh, the apparent uh, concussion and, and Tiger Viola being cleared to play. Um, I think it's a little bit of a different situation than the Deshaun Watson. State, uh, situation where they seem to just deliberately not want to talk about it or or gloss over it. Right. Um, It's maybe a little more problematic was the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, you had three analysts there, three former players, um, at least two of whom didn't seem interested in discussing what everybody else watching wanted to discuss. Right. You know, why was, tua allowed to play uh you know how upsetting was it to see what happened on the field Ryan Fitzpatrick eventually went there yeah uh, I-, I think talking both as a former player and a former teammate and I've actually uh, got o- I've, I've actually
1: I've actually got that audio too if I, you know don't mean to interrupt you but uh, I've got that audio no on, no no go ahead if, I uh, if, uh, wanted to play, want to play it, it uh, for everybody here right now this is uh, this is what Ian's talking about as far as Ryan Fitzpatrick during halftime last night. Played a lot of football. That's one of the toughest scenes I think I've ever seen. No you know, for him as a brother, getting to spend a few hours with him last night, as happy as I've ever seen him. To see him do that, get knocked out, go limp, whatever it
2: was, and you could just feel it—not just with the fans, but both teams. That was a scary scene. And you know, as a as a player, you've got to move on. You got to play the game. As an announcer. Analyst, I'm having a tough time right
1: now. And it kinda of sounded like he was just punting on on it, but it's like that's what you're getting paid to do. You're an analyst now. Yeah you, you think- have to talk about that stuff. I understand, you know, being you know, former teammates with him last year and, and being close with him and, and hanging out the day before, all that, but you are an analyst, that is what you're paid to do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to you have to comment on what people want to talk about, on what people saw or, or are seeing on the screen. Now, of course, with television, we do have to factor in, and I feel like we don't factor this in when we talk about TV enough. We don't know what's being said in their ear, what mm-hmm. the producers and directors are like, okay, you know, you got 30 seconds on this or whatever, and, and then we got to So we don't know that. But <clears throat> to me, it felt like, Fitzpatrick did acknowledge it. Uh, I mean, I would <laughs> hindsight, of course, uh, being right. 2020. I would take a little bit of issue with him saying go limp because I think what was most troubling in this entire thing was what had happened to Tua and the imagery um, that was being shown and, of course, the fact that Amazon showed that replay repeatedly, which yeah. I know is something a lot of people had an issue with, but it was the hands, right? It was right. Tua's fingers completely rigid and you know bent in a funny way almost that, that we hadn't seen before I don't know about you I had not not heard sensing response or I was not familiar with it until last night maybe I should have been but I mean I quickly did some research of what everybody was referring to with fencing response and then you know the body's if you've talked about this already I apologize but the body's natural response to a trauma or a head trauma where the hands sort of take a defensive posture or, I mean, it, it looked, I hope this doesn't sound glib, but it looked like something kind of short-circuited for Tua, right? Like yeah. something wasn't working correctly. And it was extremely upsetting. I wish there had been a little bit more commentary on that. Again, I know they're keeping it moving. <clears throat> Excuse me. They got to talk about the action of the first half. But really, all anyone wants to talk about, is Tua and I think it's also a a valid criticism that's being leveled at Richard uh, Sherman who has been very outspoken in the past about how players are treated the fact that the players are being asked to play on Thursday night football you know kind of throwing safety uh, out the window here especially when you're talking about that short week and yeah he he was very much
1: against that uh, as a as one of the player reps he he, he couldn't. But he you could, would not he, know that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you, you wouldn't have you would known that.
2: would not it, know that by his commentary.
1: Exactly. Or lack thereof, even. Um, because yeah, he, yeah. He, he just really didn't say anything about it. And it's like, come on, man. We're not, we, we don't have that short term of memory to where we forget that you were really outspoken about this, you know? And, and, and it, I mean, it's obvious that it's because of the paycheck
2: yeah i mean that's right that's the the, the implicit understanding or, or the subtext right is that um you know this is a nfl production and the nfl it, yeah is signing the checks and uh you don't want to be too critical against the league when, when they are, are putting you on television but i i think um you know carissa thompson might be getting a little bit of a pass on this too I, and maybe i I shouldn't be critical of her, but she has three analysts there and she's traffic cop, right? Right. So she could ask one of these three, again, there's three analysts, Tony Gonzalez, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Richard Sherman. She could put it to the panel or put one of them on the spot. Maybe she didn't want to put anybody on the spot. You know, what about the fact that it appeared to have suffered a concussion last week that, you know, he was cleared. It should be pointed out. Yes. The doctor's, said he was okay. Now I know a lot of us are skeptical about that. We think of James Woods and any given Sunday, right? Where it's just <laughs> right. uh, shoot him up and send him out there, they're warriors. Yeah. I think that's what everybody <clears throat> imagines.
1: I um, saw those clips a lot he, last he
2: was, night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean, I think, again, you you have to address what everybody is thinking, the so-called elephant in the room, right? And the, the, the halftime show failed to do that. Now, to Amazon's credit, in the postgame show, they did have Michael Smith come on to talk about what had happened. And maybe that's just the, by virtue of Michael Smith being a journalist and, and an right. analyst and not just a former player, that he knows how, how to address things that have happened to maybe do a little bit of reporting on the spot maybe the halftime show wasn't the place for that. Although it seems like you could have set it up where just, you know, you go to Michael Smith for 30 seconds to a minute and, and bring this up. How many people even saw that postgame show? Maybe more people stuck around than usual because they wanted to see if there was any update on Tua, but by and large, people saw the halftime show. They heard the commentary during the game and as we've been saying, I think that fell very short in terms of uh, addressing what we had seen and addressing the possible issues that led up to uh, this, frankly, horrifying moment on television.
1: Yeah, uh, a tweet that got uh, that got uh, pointed out by a lot of people, really. You know, a lot of retweeting on on this uh, coming from Greg Rosenthal. Uh, at Greg Rosenthal on Twitter, by the way, Greg with two G's. Uh, Amazon just did an entire halftime segment on Tua without mentioning that Tua was tested for a concussion four days ago or that the NFLPA requested an investigation.
2: Yeah, um, the fact that the investigation hadn't been completed, I mean, is... I don't know what, what the protocol is or what has is, is been negotiated in the, in the collective bargaining agreement, but it seems to me if this is still under investigation, you don't have to play that next game, especially on a short week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, four, four days later, um, you know, we're having, we're talking about a situation where Tua may have suffered two concussions in the span of five days. And um, as I'm sure listeners know you may have talked about this too uh you know what we do know as about concussions as laymen as, as non-medical people is that once you get that first one and we're not even sure this is to his first one right right yeah, but once you get that first one it becomes progressively easier uh or you are more prone to getting a concussion mm-hmm. uh i mean he was going to get a concussion on that hit last night anyway the 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 head hit the turf he was yeah. whipped around but he was more prone to suffering an injury like that again presuming that he did from all i mean from the eyeball test he also suffered a concussion on sunday
1: yeah I, like i ian castleberry by the way from uh, from barrett sports media uh joining me on uh, budweiser's weekday sports beat on 960 WSBT um uh, it, it, it's like I have back problems. You know, my my back will just go out because I slept funny the night before, and you know, I I go to stretch and then, oh man, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 sure you know you've had that from time. to time. We all have. Um, yes, that we're said, old. We, yeah. <laughs> Right, we are old. Uh, that said, I mean. I'm not kind of stumbling around like I don't know where I am because of that back pain, you know?
2: Right, standing up in the first place and then stumbling. And again, he was kind of gesturing toward his head, right? He did seem, mm-hmm. frankly, like he was out of it. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't know what the the standard concussion protocol is. I mean, Emmanuel Acho, I think, on the air was saying, you know, when he suffered a concussion, he was asked, you know, what day is it? Uh, and who is the president, and, you know, what day is it is, is right. a pretty easy question to answer because it's probably Sunday right? because you're playing football. Um, I mean, I hope things have evolved uh, past that. You know, what day is it? How many fingers am I holding up? Uh, whatever tests or wh- whatever uh, Tua had to pass on the sideline, presumably he did, but I, I just don't – if there's even a question, I don't know how he gets sent back out there. And I, I, I think also Mike McDaniel said after the game that it was pretty apparent to him that Tua had suffered a concussion. Like, you know, he went out there and and, and talked to him and so forth. But I, I, medically, I, I just, I don't know how, and I think maybe that's where a little bit of the hesitance from whether it's uh, football analysts or medical analysts come in, like we don't know Mm -hmm. what the procedure was uh, on the sideline. We don't know what the procedure was if he was taken back to the locker room. And I think some people are afraid to criticize that without having all of the information on hand. But at the very least, it seems like you can err on the side of caution in that if, if it appears that he suffered a concussion, any sort of head injury, don't send him back out there so
1: soon. Right. Like it, it, it like between between last week against Buffalo, well, I mean not even last week, you know, 4 days ago, you know, 5 days ago against Buffalo and last night um it seemed really rushed that that he was you know, that he was really rushed to get back out there against Buffalo especially, you know.
2: Yeah. And I, I don't, it's hard. I know Mike McDaniel's also taken a lot of criticism for but uh, what he had a comment. Was it last night after the game where he says it doesn't appear that Tua has anything more serious than a concussion, which, you know, everybody's up at arms about like the, the concussion is serious. Coach. Right. Right. Mike, what are you, what are you saying? Uh, I mean, yes. Thankfully he does not appear to have suffered any sort of, catastrophic, uh, injury as far as, uh, you know, being paralyzed or <clears throat> not being able to move, uh, his extremities. Um, and I, boy, I, and I know we're talking about the, the broadcast part of it. I don't know at a certain point, unless they receive updated information, I don't know how much more Al Michaels and yeah. Kirk Herbstreet, uh, could have done during the game. It is their job to continue, as long as they're playing the game, right? The players are out there playing. It's their right. job to call the action. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, just like in a slow moment, I don't think, you know, Kirk Hershey can say, by the way, I wonder how two is doing. Do we have an update on that? I mean, right, right. Again, we don't know what's in his ear and so forth. But the, the, the forums or the platforms where there was an opportunity to talk about these sorts of things. They weren't discussed until well after the fact it appears. Do you uh
1: do you buy the the, the possibility that there's the shadowy figure uh with with the NFL production crew that is like do not dwell on this, you know, into everybody's headphone?
2: I wanna say no, but I I mean everyone's thinking yes, right? That I I hate to be that cynical, but yeah. given what has happened in the NFL over the past five, ten years, uh, pretty recently, and, and not wanting people to be so uh, disturbed uh, that the, you know that the channels turned or that people really, because uh, there was sort of a, a groundswell of like, oh man, I can't watch football anymore. Right? It's too violent. Mm-hmm. These guys are are, are suffering major injuries. I don't want to watch it anymore. And I don't know about you. I mean, I tended to roll my eyes when I heard that. Not to diminish that, but it's like, come on, this is entertainment. You know what they're doing out there. I felt like we'd kind of gotten over that a little bit. Maybe that's the wrong way of putting it, but just Mm -hmm. um, accepting that a a little bit more. um, And now this is sort of, bringing it all back, which isn't a bad thing. Obviously, it's a bad thing that the injuries are being suffered, but Mm -hmm. to bring this back into light as far as a topic of discussion with football, professional football especially, maybe not a bad thing. But again, as you are alluding to, maybe the powers that be, uh, the producers of an NFL broadcast don't want that to be uh, top of the board in, in discussion.
1: Right. Uh, I guess one more question. And I'll get you out of here. Uh, do you think, like, is there? Do you think that there's going to be any sort of review of the NFL's concussion protocol? Is is do, do you think that, and also, you know, do you think the Dolphins' medical staff executed that protocol efficiently enough? Uh.
2: Well, the the. the The investigation has not been completed yet, right? So I guess it it depends on what the results of that are. But I don't know how you don't evaluate the Dolphins medical staff or the NFL protocols. I think what's – you know, we're we're, we're talking about broadcasts also. I don't know if any pregame shows this coming Sunday don't bring this up. I think that's additional reason for outrage because that is what people – of course, people want to talk about Week Four's games, but this is the topic people want to discuss. And, and this has to be brought up on CBS, on Fox, on NBC, uh, ESPN, etc. cetera. Uh, I think the media can play a role in this. And if Absolutely, they continue yeah. to focus attention on this and not let it go or gloss over it, um, i think the nfl will feel pressure to reevaluate um those processes
1: it uh you know just continues to boggle my mind how they're you know you you can have a guy you know he'll he'll break his leg and, and we like we can't get enough people talking about you know you know this is why it happened and and you know th- this is this is how it happened and, and things like that. But when it comes to somebody's head, when it comes to a potential brain injury, uh, everybody just seems to really clam
2: up. You know, I saw a tweet. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't know who, I can't remember who it was, so I can't give proper credit. But, you know, we're talking about, okay, oh, he's injured. Uh, he may have suffered a brain injury. Oh, but he checks out. Okay, send him back in. They say it's okay. But, oh, right. fourth and two, oh, that's too risky. We don't want to. We don't want to <laughs> do anything too risky, right? When it comes to game strategy, but when it comes to player safety, you know, hey, <sighs> stock said clear. Send him out there.
1: Yep. Uh, obviously, some more analysis as uh, as the days go by, uh, as the weekend progresses. I would assume uh, coming from one Ian Castleberry of Barrett Sports Media. Uh, your uh, your last article this, this this past week really good. Tell people about that.
2: Oh, thanks for bringing that up, uh, about uh, RG3, Robert Griffin III, how I, uh, yeah, I think he's been kind of the breakout star of the college uh, football season. I know he's a little bit polarizing. Some people think maybe he's trying a little bit too hard or, you know, just, just uh, call the action. But I think Robert Griffin III has been very entertaining, uh, maybe kind of towing, towing the line a little bit with some innuendos <laughs> and some mischievous references. Um, You know, uh, snapping the ball too early is premature snapulation. Or, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, Michigan quarterback Alex Orgy scores a touchdown. There's an Orgy in the end zone. But it's entertaining, (laughs) and I think uh, RG3 is becoming kind of a must-watch broadcaster right now, which, I mean, how many guys can you really say that about? We watched the games, but we just went through, you know – an amazing offseason, especially from uh, in the NFL, of guys switching networks, of guys getting paid millions and millions of dollars, and, and the question being asked, do people watch these games because of the announcers? And I think RG3 is, is raising his hand and saying, yeah, yeah, people do watch or, or might watch games because of the announcers, and he's an example of that. Absolutely. Bill
1: Walton, another one, too. I can't get enough Bill Walton. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, Bill <the> Walton's great. <laughs>
1: But anyway, that's uh, that's Ian Castleberry from uh, from Barrett Sports Media. Uh, Barrettmedia.com, right? Or is it BarrettSportsMedia.com?
2: I believe it is BarrettMedia.com. OK. Know, yeah, they're uh, emphasizing or, or, you know, trying to boost up the news side of things as well. Not just sports, but yeah. right. Barrett sports Media or BarrettMedia.com.
1: All right. The man is Ian Castleberry. Follow him on Twitter as well. Uh, at Ian Cass. Thank you, sir.
2: Thanks so much
1: for having me on, Jim. Yep. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And uh and just like that, we uh we move on. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continuing after this sports radio nine sixty
0: WSBT.